Are you ready to prioritize your health? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Seasonal Sisters podcast. I'm Janice Saunders, certified life coach and founder of the Seasonal Healthy Habits Collective. This show is for you if you're a woman of color and feel you could be healthier. We will talk about how to maximize the health of your body, communicate what matters most, and connect more deeply with ourselves and others, and have more energy to continue building the career and life you desire, reaching your life and health goals by working smarter, not harder, is possible. Your journey to better health starts right here. Hello and welcome to the Seasonal Sisters podcast. I'm Janice Saunders, your host, and today we are blessed to have with us Mary Williams, who has been a member of the Harlem Honey and Bears swim team for over 20 years. I have got to ask, when I heard about the uh, Harlem Honey and Bears swimming team, as many of you know, I am a swimmer. I have found my people. I said, I've got to interview one of these women so she can share some pearls with me and all of you listeners about how and when she began to prioritize health. So Mary, welcome to the podcast and thank you for joining us. Thank you. So give us a little bit about how you started. What what made you think that, hey, I need to begin to prioritize my health? Mm. Well, I want to go back a bit when I was even younger. I would say back to this. I would say like in the 60s, mm-hmm. um, how you say, wanted to lose weight. Okay. Uh, yeah, wanted to lose weight. So I used to do exercises sometimes in the morning. I don't know if you remember the Jacqueline. We wouldn't. Jacqueline show that used to come on. So I used to do exercise back, started back in really back then. But, you know, having children throughout the years seemed like I kept gaining weight with each one of my pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So over the years, I ended up gaining quite a bit of weight. And as you can see, I'm, I still have some of that weight on me. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been battling everything then off and on, doing different diets, going to the doctor, taking pills, doing all of the crazy stuff that worked only for a short period of time. And as the years passed on, my, how do you say, started having a lot of problems with my knees, arthritis. Mm, okay. Yeah. So I ended up going to a holistic doctor. And at that time, he sent me to the orthopedic doctor. And the orthopedic doctor told me that I needed to have total knee replacement on both my knees. Mm, how, how scary was that? I'm sure it was. It was very, very scary. And yeah, I, yeah on my way home, I even started shedding a bit of tears. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I really don't want this surgery. So I was like, what can I do? So I was like, I began to I talk to God, really, because I really didn't want to have the surgery. Your story is so important, and it is indicative of so many women's stories. 
we start, we have our children, we gain weight during our pregnancies, we never really catch up and lose that weight because our life begins with caring for the family, doing all the things that have to do with mothering and home caring and taking care of folks. And we really tend to look at ourselves last. Yes. And and years go by and then we have knee problems. Yes. Then we have pain and exercising becomes more difficult because it hurts. And I hear you saying that's kind of where you were, but you had a couple of flashpoints in between, you know, because nobody just wakes up and decides, hey, I'm going to just change today. I'm going to do this right now today. You said, hey, I knew in the 60s, Jack LaLanne was on to something. I remember my mother using Jack LaLanne tapes. So I'm familiar with it. And she would do a little bit of exercise to the Jack LaLanne tape. So I remember those days when women were beginning to say, hey, I need to latch on to something so that I remain healthy and, and be a little healthier. And then I heard you say you went some diets here and some diets there, but they weren't really anything that was sustainable. Is that kind of what I heard correctly? Yes, that's what you were hearing. Yes. Yeah, and it's not uncommon to what women feel today, even though that took you to the 60s to maybe to the 80s, right? Yeah. Women are in that same boat now. Have children, you maybe maybe start gaining more weight, you don't lose it fast enough, and your knees start to hurt, and then exercise becomes tough. So then throughout that time when you were able to exercise and how did you feel when you were doing your Jack LaLanne tapes and kind of <laughs> figuring out what exercises would work for you? How did you feel? Oh, I would feel wonderful after I would do the exercise. You feel like a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your, your moods change and just different. The body feels more reflects and lighter. Right, right. No matter what, no matter where we are in our life, people think things have changed, but no, they haven't. We don't need a study to really tell us that, hey, we can, we can hear you say to us, listen, your body feels lighter. You feel better. Your mood changes when you are doing some movement, doing some exercise and caring for yourself. And, and I just, This podcast is here to inspire women because we know the information. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We don't need more information. You don't need me to tell you that 50,000 women die of cardiovascular disease. And I'm talking about African-American women die of cardiovascular disease a year. We, We already know these things. We need to be inspired through your words and just letting us know That little movement, however sporadic it was, because it sounds to me like it was on again and off again. Yes. Correct. Right. Made you feel great. Yes. So take me up to how did it, did it help you in your career a little bit? Mm -hmm. Bring more energy to your home life or your professional life? I mean, it did whenever, but it was something that I didn't like. I didn't stick with it all, all the time. Oh, okay. Oh, but when I, during the time that I did do these exercises, mm-hmm. like I said, it helps so much. It does so much for you, even for you, you know, for your mind. Because sometimes there's been a lot of trials and tribulations, 
And we women, we get the press. And sometimes we don't want to do anything to help ourselves. But when you do these extra shots, I tell you, it's such a wonderful feeling afterwards. You don't feel like the same person that you did before when you were sitting there on the couch or maybe lying in your bed or something and saying, oh, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be bothered. So, well, we could we could end the podcast right there because that's the inspiring note that we need, right? Because it's true. <laughs> I mean, it is absolutely true that getting started is is difficult but necessary. And once we get started, especially doing something that we can sustain, mm. it just seems like it makes things better in our mind and in our body. So, tell me a little bit about how you came to the the Harlem Honey and Bears. I, I, I recognize that you had a holistic doctor yeah. and you had a regular primary care doctor. Yes. So, so you, were, you were running in both worlds, which yeah. is kind of how I run too. I run in both worlds. I run in the, in the holistic. I run in that, my regular primary care doctor world. And I try to straddle those things together. So give me, give me what was going on for you. Okay, so thanks to my holistic doctor, he said, before you consider having surgery, I want you to go to the pool and do water aquatics. He said, because you'll find that water is the best therapy that you can get. And so with that, I didn't even like go when he told me the next, my next visit, he said, did you go to the pool yet? And I'm like, no. He said, well, what are you waiting for? He said, go to the water. As I told you, do I need to say more? When you get some time, take some time and go to the island and get in the salt water. He said, all of that will work for you. And so I took his, his, his advice. I was still working at the time. And he was kind enough to send like a send a letter to my job, asking them to allow me this time to go to the pool like three days a week in the morning before coming to work mm-hmm. to improve my health. And my job okayed that. And so this is what I, I started out doing that and then going into work. And from that, from that, I, I just say, and at during the time, and I was walking with a cane at the time as well. So, and I was very fearful when I sometimes, because my knees was like, give out on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm holding on to the wall at work. I'm holding on to the wall. I get outside. So now I'm very fearful because I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to fall in the street or so. Yeah. So eventually I just went on and retired from my job. Mm-hmm. I just started going to the pool regularly. That's how I started going regularly, doing my exercises. And from that, I ended up joining the Harlem Huntington Bears because I used to see these people in the water during the time when I was there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow. And it, I was so inspired by them. So I joined the team. And I kept doing my water exercises. And lo and behold, after a while, I wasn't even walking with a cane. I put the cane down. And to this day, I have not had that surgery. And this started back in 98. So that was a period of years. Yeah. I just want to just put a few things in there because it seems like it just all flows together. 
but you do have to have the willingness to experiment with something new. And the Seasonal Sisters podcast is built on a few things. As a seasonal sister, we believe health has to do with how we feel in our mind and our body. It has to do also with how we communicate with ourselves. And clearly you said to yourself, I'm going to do this. I did. And and that communication right there said, you know what? It just changed the vibration in your body. And this turned into something amazing. And then what happened, you saw that the third wheel that seasonal the seasonal sisters works on is connection. Hey, you are doing what you want to do. You see people who are doing also what you want to do. You said, let me join that community. Therein lies just a big ball of, I feel good. I'm healthy. I'm with a community. We're all prioritizing something that's healthy and celebrating each other in this. There can't, there isn't anything more valuable in health than that. You know what I mean? And so I I just want to say that your willingness seems to be the card that was checked that helped you check all those boxes. Yes, 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 yes. It's been very inspiring to me. Did you see any of the Harlem Honey and Bears performances? Or did you see them doing some of the moves and say, because they do synchronized swimming, they also do competitive swimming. What 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 got you? Well, as I was had gone to do my water exercises. And I stayed in the water after the class was over because the honeys and the team would come in to do their practice. So I was still in the water, like on the sides, because I was really afraid of the water, but I would be watching them. And I was like, gee, that looks so wonderful. It looks, they look so great. And so one day the coach just sort of like called me over, me and two other learners at the time and say, come over here. We want you guys to participate with us. So, okay. He says, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And he showed me what to do. We did. So there we were. So that day forward, I became a member of the Harlem Honeys and Bears swim team. I I love it. I just, I really do. Because you said a few things. Again, you were fearful of the water. Yes. But then you took that leap. Mm -hmm. And and figured out that, hey, the water is a safe space. And you saw people doing something that that stirred something in your heart that was like, hey, that looks nice. Can I just lean into something that's gonna look great? That looks inviting where the people look like me and and I think that I can do, I, I might be able to do that. I don't know, but I might. And then they invite you in. And the rest is history. Have you performed? Yes, I have. We have performed many places in different boroughs. Mm -hmm. And we also performed in Cortland, New York. I had to send you Olympic Games up there. But like I said, most of the boroughs. Mm -hmm. I thought to say not Staten. No, we haven't gone to Staten Island, but we did the other boroughs. So have you ever, had you been in any competitive athletics before competing in the senior games with the Harlem Honeys and Bears? No, never. That's my first. How did it feel to to enter into a competitive arena late in life? It felt great. It gave me a great sense of pride that I 
I did not have about myself. It was just wonderful being able to to do that and to have to make that accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I have never ever participated in any sports in my life. Okay, so you've not participated in sports as a girl, as a younger woman growing up. Interesting, because there's such a push now to have girls participate in sports. And when I was younger, I'm 55 this year, so I am a a mere tadpole in honeys and bears years. And I was swimming in the in the 70s and was in high school in in the early 80s in New York. And as a swimmer, there were, I didn't know another African-American woman who was swimming. Not one. And I didn't see, I mean, I think I saw one other African-American girl who swam for Brooklyn Tech. And that was in the eighties. And I only ran into her when we swam at a championship meet. And it was a very different landscape in swimming than it is today. I mean, we have a young woman who's been an Olympic champion. We have other women, African-American women who are on the Olympic team and high level teams. So it's just so different today. Of course, we have the Howard University swim team that has been, you know, interviewed and right now is the only African American, fully African American competitive swim team in all of college athletics. So, and I did swim for Howard when I got there. I went on a on a partial athletic scholarship for swimming. So it's it's just so different now. We have so much more that we can see. Yes, yes, yes. That and is- I'm I'm hoping that we get to see more of the Harlem Honeys and Bears. I that you do get to see us. Right now, we don't have our own place. Right. Our home base is at Hansborough mm-hmm. Park and Recreational Center. Yep. yep. But Hansborough is under construction, and it may be under construction for a minute. <laughs> yes. Well, I think this is a great time to kind of segue into one of the Seasonal Sisters podcast super segments, which is called Seasonal Sisters Mindful Moment. And today's mindful moment is going to begin with a fact that I'm going to share. And then you and I, we're going to talk about a few tips that people can use. And then we're going to make a little recipe to help people become a little bit healthier based on this fact. Thank you. The fact today is The fact is that there are not a lot of pools that African-American people have access to. We know this is a fact. And when we do have pools, we need to access them to help our creaky joints get some lubrication as that is the title of this of this podcast is give those creaky joints some lubrication by using your local pool. So let's work on some tips. You and I are both water people. What would be the first thing you would say to get a little healthier in the pool? Mm. Watch my watch the foods that I eat. 
watch the foods. How has that, how, how has the, how has that worked for you? You watch your foods you eat. It's difficult. I'll be honest. It's difficult. And I try, I'm, I'm doing much better than I have in the past, mm -hmm. but it's still difficult. It's, it's not, for me, it's not an easy task, but I keep trying. Right. I don't give up. And I feel that one day that if I keep trying, yeah. I'm going to reach that goal where I would just eat only the things that is healthy for me. Well, I love the fact that you said we're talking about being a little bit healthier. And one of the things that you added is keep trying to eat a little healthier each day. Yes. And in the seasonal sisters world, that's one of the things that we definitely recommend is try to eat with the seasons. If it's fall, try to switch over to apples. If it's winter, there's a lot of winter citrus that's available. If it's summer, go for the watermelon because yep. your body kind of knows what it needs based on what's available in the seasons. And I think that's a great, a great thing to, to kind of do. For you, you said you've been struggling a little bit with, with eating, eating right. And I don't think you're alone at that. I mean, I think most women, most people in general struggle to eat healthy. Yes. I think when we say healthy, it kind of constricts us and we only think we can only eat certain things. <laughs> What's your thought on that? Well, yeah, for the most part, we can, there's a lot of things that we can eat. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot, what happens mostly is some of the things that we like to eat is where the problem comes in. <laughs> Right, right. And and that's and that's a that's something that we all we there are many challenges. And we hope that we can experiment with making our foods differently so that our foods are more healthy for us. Substituting baked chicken for fried, substituting baked fish for fried fish. And not all the time, but more of the time than not. I mean, it's, I don't think it's, it's, we want to make health be one of those things that is so constricting that we don't want to ever sit down to eat. One of the tips that I'm going to definitely share is to start small in the pool, not to try to do too much. When you started your water aerobics exercises, what did you, how long did you start? What, like, what was your first workout? When I started, I sort of really like started like walking around, like mm -hmm. the, along a side, the side of the pool. Yep. Like I said, I I'm, was very fearful of the water. So most of the time I would stay up against the water. At that time, we had a water instructor that would get in the water with us. And she would say to me, get off the wall. Get yeah. off the wall. <laughs> and I'll be like, mm. she said, get off of that wall. So one, one day she said, let me, okay, let me just come. I'm going to help you. You know, so she took my hand and, and she, she said, come on and do this and do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what. By her encouraging me and taking my hand and walking me along in the water and telling me, helping me to do this and do that, right. I gained a little more courage. Sure, to sure. Step, to take another step. And after that, I just started find myself doing whatever she would 
instruct us to do. So I want to emphasize that you started small. Yeah. You started by holding on to the side and walking. You didn't start by jogging. You didn't start by treading water for trying to tread water for five minutes or a minute. You literally started by walking in the pool. And I just think that that's a lesson that we can take into anything that we're trying that's new. And that is to start small. And what I also appreciate is that you had someone who was encouraging you and was with you who, when they extended that hand of fellowship to you, you said, you know what, I'm going to try with them and let them guide you. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it increased your confidence. Yeah. And that's kind of, that is the epic arc of someone who is willing to take a chance with a coach. Look at all you've done. I mean, I know now you're probably flipping over, doing doing leg stands and all these different things and treading water on your back and sculling and making a star and all that. <laughs> right? <Somewhat. laughs> yes, yeah, some of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. Yes, yes. Not afraid now of the water. Not afraid. Yeah. Not afraid. Now, how long have you been in the Harlem Honeys and Bears? I became official member in 2000. So it was like 23 years. Yes, yes, yes. 23 years. How has, and this, this community, how has the Harlem Honeys and Bears community, and we're going to put this community aspect into the recipe of being healthy, because I think community is one of those things that helps us to live longer. They now have... Michelle Obama in her last book, The Light We Carry. Did you read it yet? No, I only read one of her books, the first one. The first one. Get this get this second one. It's amazing. In this one, she talks about one of the chapters, she talks about loneliness and people being isolated. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people out here who don't have two or three people that they can call in the time of need. And as a Harlem honey bear. How has the community been in terms of keeping you healthy? Oh, I would say wonderful because we, at one time, we would, we would socialize a lot mm -hmm. with each other and think someone was always having something, they invite the team and we would get together and we would have a good time and enjoy being with each other. So that's... Right there, that's a, a wonderful thing to have in your life. I just can't emphasize enough. Yeah, like you said, how wonderful it really sounds. sounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it gives you things to do. You don't to look forward to. Right, because as a as a fifty five year old person, I'm wondering when I retire, whenever that's going to be, what are my days going to look like? What are going to be the markers that I have that mean it's time to do this or time to do that? And I, and I just hear like swimming practice was probably a marker for you preparing for a competition. Those were markers that, that got you through days and then their events with the group. Yes, yes, yes. So 
it's very, like I said, very uplifting for me. Cause I, I would say like, I was the person that led, led a very sheltered life mm-hmm. in my younger years. I didn't get to be exposed to a lot of social activities. Mm-hmm. So again, that was just having that family, the Harlem Honeys and Bears family meant a lot to me and still do. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. I can, I can hear it in your voice. So the tips we have are work on eating a little healthier, start small and find a community wherever you are, find a community. Yes. And I think that is a recipe for being a little healthier and being a little healthier each day. Yes. And of course, there's community in the Seasonal Sisters podcast. You can always look into joining the Seasonal Healthy Habits Collective. That is the community of Seasonal Sisters who live by the seasons. Okay. If you're interested in that, you can check into the show notes. But as we are wrapping up, I want you to give me a little, a little history, not a history, a full history, but just give me a little bit of your journey with the Harlem Honeys and Bears and what it's kind of meant for you? Mm. Well, I'm going to say, I, I look forward to getting up at least twice a week, going to the team to practice, to the pool for practice. Mm-hmm. At one time, we all used to go after practice over to the center, the senior center, and we would have lunch together. We mm-hmm. Fridays, we all would go to line dancing after after lunch. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's been a journey. I, I have been the president of the team. I have been the vice president. I am now the financial secretary. I also am the chairperson for the Sunshine Committee on the team, keeping in touch with the sick and the shedding. Okay. Yeah, to make sure that if they're okay or they are in need for anything. As I said, it's, it's been just wonderful. And also that at one time we did have a youth learn to swim. Mm-hmm. I'm at the bathhouse, but since the bare construction that has not been happening. Right. One point I was a part of that too, helping out with the youth learn to swim. So it's been a journey and learning and still learning. Yeah. Still learning. Yes. Do you compete in any, any, any events as a swimmer or are you mostly in the competitive synchronized swimming events? Mostly in the competitive, synchronized swimmer. I still have some fear. That's why I haven't compete as an individual. Okay. As I'm, I'm still looking to overcome that, you know? Okay. If you had an event that you could swim as a, a competitive swimmer, yeah. what would that event be? What, what event will I be doing? Yeah. What do you think you, you want to tackle first? Yeah. Backstrokes. Okay. <laughs> I love it. The 25 backstroke. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And I'm going to ask you, what would be your age group? 75 to 80 or 80 plus? 75 to 85. Oh, so you would be in the 70s. I, I would get 80 plus then. I would say 80. You would, you would be 80 plus. Yes. 
I got such a ways to go to get there. I love it. <laughs> you would be in the 80 plus. Yes. yes. 25 backstroke. Yes. 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 <laughs> and that's that's going to happen this year. I know it. I know it's going to happen for you. It will. It will. I know it's going to happen. That is, it's just such a journey of learning. Yeah. Number one. Yes. You know, what I hear you saying, it's, it opened up a, a new avenue for you to be involved in your life in a, a totally different way outside of your children, outside of everything else that you were doing before that, yes. uh, uh, just an, a door opened to a community that has buoyed you for lack of a better word yes. to not having to have knee surgery. Amen. That's and with just using a community resource. Yes. And if the moral of the story is, if there is a pool in your neighborhood and you've got some creaky joints, by all means, go over to that pool, find out when you can get in and start walking in the pool. Yes, yes. Hold on to the edge and walk and see what happens. Because from what I can hear for Mary, this turned into a miracle of, of better health and community that has kept you going for quite some time. Right. I'm not even I'm not gonna figure out how many years it's been, but it's been a it's been a little while. Yes, yes. Any parting words that you have to share with listeners to help them be a little healthier? Because I like to always end with a word from our guest who who can share, say, hey, this is be a little healthier. Yes. To anyone out there who is listening, and it doesn't matter what age you are, health is the way of life. So I encourage you to get out, do whatever you can to help you to be a more healthier person. And the water, going to the water is definitely one of those avenues that you can take. So I encourage you, you don't have to be a swimmer. You can just start out by just going in the water. Even if you're just standing there holding on to the wall, moving your legs, you just whatever you can do at that moment. And if you do that, continue to do that. And you will find that after a while, you will be able to do a little more and then a little more. And who knows the next thing, you may be diving off the, <laughs> diving off the deck, but just do something. Don't sit home cause your life will waste away if you just at home. So you got to be mobile. Thank you so much, Mary, because being mobile is, is something that I don't think people think can be something that can, they can lose mobility, yeah. but it is something that, that we can lose. And I'm so happy you, you shared that, that with us because that just getting up and getting started. Yes. It says to us, it doesn't matter what age we are, because at the present moment, there are health challenges that African-American women have earlier and earlier and earlier into our 20s. 
we still have many women, over 50% of women have cardiovascular disease that in their 20s. So we know that we need to add movement. And if you want to download the Seasonal Sisters Top 5 Ways to Be Healthy, you can do that. The link is in the show notes. And all the ways that you can see what's happening with the Harlem honey and bears will be in our show notes as well. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. And to all of the listeners, you'll drop into a new episode next week. And thank you for listening. Hey, thank you.